Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Concert Podcast. My name is Jack Stone, and we have a fire episode for you guys today. Uh, I'm back from Dublin and London, so I've been away for a little bit on some summer traveling. But we are back at it, and we are talking today about a very special summer topic. A lot of you guys have been probably jumping on boats with this beautiful weather you've been having wherever you're at. Uh, Obviously, boating is something people do in the summer. In some way or form, you may find yourself on a boat and things may happen. It may get a little rocky. You may feel a little queasy. And that's what we're talking about today. It's motion sickness. Uh, So let's dive right into it. So we'll jump into a little brief history here. So motion sickness was proposed by J.A. Irwin in 1881 to provide a general designation of uh, similar syndromes of sicknesses, train uh, sickness, car sickness, air sickness, boat sickness, just kind of putting it under one category with motion sickness. Uh, The first scientific study of motion sickness was conducted by the French physician Paul-Marie Verwarn in 1886. Verwarn found that motion sickness was caused by a mismatch between the information the brain receives from the eyes, inner ears, and the body senses. Since then, there has been a great deal of research on motion sickness. Scientists have learned that there are a number of factors that are contributions to motion sickness. And here they are. So riding a bus, train, boat, flying an airplane, riding a roller coaster. Yes, I felt that. Amusement park rides, playing a video game, virtual reality. I'm sure that is going to become a bigger thing as these games get more real and more crazy, like into it feeling. Um, The exact cause of motion sickness is not fully understood, but it is thought to be due to a mismatch between the information uh, your brain receives from your eyes, ears, and inner body senses, which we just said. We, when you are moving, your eyes see the movement, but your inner ears and body senses do not. This is, this can cause your brain to become confused, which can lead to the symptoms of motion sickness. Now, the question we're all wondering here. So yeah, we, we get it. We know what motion sickness is, that queasy sickness feeling lots of different ways. You know, things are shaky. There's simulations of shakiness that can cause it. But what can cannabis do to help? So medically, there is some evidence that cannabis can help with motion sickness. A study published in a journal, Marijuana and Medicine, found that cannabis can affect uh, cannabis was effective in reducing the symptoms of motion sickness in 80% of participants so the key is targeting motion sickness symptoms with medical cannabis Uh, and there's several different symptoms associated with with motion sickness Um, the most uh, research symptoms involved in cannabis include nausea yes that's it nausea and headaches many patients prefer inhaling medical marijuana for relieving these symptoms for using or using the uh, uh, subtle tinctures when it comes to nausea. THC will be your best friend here, uh, as opposed to chronic pain-related conditions such as headaches, migraines, where a combination of THC and CBD is most ideal. So we've talked about this in many episodes, guys, with headaches um, and nausea. It's the same thing. You know that high CBD, high THC... um, should be able to help with these situations such as migraines so this is one big way another is nausea so let's dive into nausea here 
Uh, so nausea researching focusing on motion sickness. Nausea supports that the vestibular system plays a part in the in nosogenic stimulus. Rather, it stimulates nausea and vomiting responses in the brain and gas the gastral tract in the absence of physical cause of nausea that typically includes viruses or food-borne bacteria. You ever eat something that's a little off and you start feeling a little nauseous? So basically, these are just ways that cause nausea. Um, things that different ways, different things that cause nausea. Um, so, in the case of motion sickness, the vestibular nucleus complex, or VCN in the brain, is triggered by feeling unbalanced. We know that there are a large number of CB1 receptors in the VCN, VNC, sorry, and cerebral, cerebellum than what was previously thought. In the neighboring medulla oblongata portion of the brain, the dorsal vagal complex or nerves that controls vomiting is also activated through CB1 receptors. Using THC, the CB1 receptors modulate the VNC and dorsal branch of the vogus nerve while also slowing the gastronical tract. This results in relief from nausea and vomiting. To help control nausea and vomiting, it is recommended that patients inhale medical cannabis for immediate relief and quicker onset. Which we know, guys, you know, you, a little bit of vape, a little bit, a little joint uh, to have that feeling nauseous. If you want that quick uh, relief, that to hit the CB1 receptors and using a uh, THC uh, will help with that with a, 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 a vape or a uh, joint something that, that you can inhale um, so yeah and we, we've talked about this we've had episodes on nausea so please uh, check that out and here how about some strains so some strains for nausea blue dream we've said this so many times medical patients use blue, blue dream regularly to alleviate symptoms associated with fatigue chronic pain depression stress and headaches we've all you know oh, blue, it's such a beautiful strain it's so good. Nausea associated with the conditions can relieve as well. The sativa dominant hybrid produces a balanced high and is a medical cannabis patient staple. Oh, we know this. With an average potency of 18% THC and a small amount of CBD, usually 0.1% or 2.2%, this hybrid cannabis strain is excellent for combating nausea. Blue Dream has a distinct flavor profile, tasting of blueberries citrus and earthy flavors so we all know blue dream is great it helps with different uh, um, causes here next we have is Dur durban poison this is another popular sativa strain that has its origins in south africa but has since become popular on a global level medical marijuana patients seek durban poison when they go to cannabis dispensaries to help relieve some of their symptoms associated with medical conditions users can experience relief from nausea ease chronic pain and stimulate their appetite when they consume durban poison mm. many consumers will opt for edibles dabs or concentrates to feel the effect of the full potency of durban poison we we use it so many so many different episodes for different things um Another here is Headband. This is another hybrid. This hybrid cannabis strain is a mix of Sour Diesel and OG Kush. Two popular strains. Two other strains that made our top pick for nausea. Headband is an indica dominant strain with an average THC percentage of 23%. The flower is packed with 
trichome-covered buds and is extremely sticky. Medical patients use headband to aid in relief symptoms. Health conditions such as migraines, chronic pain, muscle spasms, nausea, sleep, and lack of appetite. You should use headband before bed or when you don't have to be productive during the day because it makes you feel relaxed, promotes sleep, and is long-lasting. You may also experience laziness and be couch-locked with a heavy hitting high. So yeah, headband, if you got nothing going on the next day, this is a strain for you. Uh, lavender. It's used often for nausea, anxiety, and stress. Lavender has a THC makeup of 19%, CBD of 1%. Users typically experience euphoric, relaxing, calming effects. So it's best to use lavender strain at night when you don't have to be productive. Again, besides sur suppressing nausea, medical patients turn to lavender marijuana strain to alleviate symptoms of depression, anxiety, PTSD, insomnia, and migraines. OG Kush. Oh, another popular one here. A sativa-dominant hybrid OG Kush is created by crossing Chumdog, Lemon, Thai, and Hindu Kush. This classic cannabis strain has been around since the early 90s, known for its particular pungent aroma, skunk, and spice. It boasts citrus flavor of lemon, lime, with a hint of spice. OG Kush is a favorite cannabis strain for medical patients as it's used to relieve symptoms of inflammation, chronic pain, depression, stress, insomnia, as well as nausea. Uh, and of course, the very popular number six, we have sour diesel. These are all for nausea, guys. Uh, nausea, uh, sour diesel is a popular sativa dominant marijuana strain. is also referred to as sour D's and sour D in the cannabis community. It's a hybrid formed from super skrunk and chum dog. You'll know sour diesel is by the flavor scent as it has aroma of gas gasoline mixed with skunk and lemon. Medical cannabis patients use sour diesel regularly to combat symptoms related to chronic pain, depression, stress, anxiety, nausea. Alright, so those are the different strains for mainly for nausea. I know some of them kind of cover headaches as well, but we're going to jump into headaches, migraines now. Once again, these are all things we've covered before, but we're tapping into them again. Research supports that medical cannabis for headaches or migraines lessens pain ratings up to 50%. Interestingly, men reported more significant reductions in pain after using cannabis than women. Many patients who are taking cannabis for headaches prefer to either inhale cannabis or sublingual tinctures as they absorb quickly in the bloodstream. Let's check out some of these strains. So, uh, Canisoo is another high CBD culture of capability of producing effective pain relief without euphoric highs. It's another CBD strain. This strain is anecdotally known to produce calm and mental clarity, repeatedly able to soothe both migraines and regular headaches. Myrcene, beta, caraphene, and limonene are the dominant terpenes in Canisoo. Of course, number two, Harlequin. My gosh, this is like the Robitessin of all strains. It's uh, it's used to cure so much. Harlequin contains approximately a two-to-one ratio of CBD to THC. This is a high CBD ratio, which we love here, allowing for decent pain relief for both both cannabinoids, but still a tempered psychoactive experience. Harlequin is best used at first sign for my of migraine symptoms allowing it to kick in before the headache worsens. 
The primary terpene harlequin includes myrcene, beta-carephalene, pinene, and humulene. Oh, love harlequin. We've talked about that a million times in the show. Next up, number three, Northern Lights. Northern Lights is an older and popular cannabis strain known for its pain-relieving sedative properties. Contains more THC than CBD in this profile, which is more myrcene and beta-carephalene, lemonine, humulene, and terapinene. Uh, these terpenes work together to relax patients and soothe pain sensations before an attack becomes fully fledged. Um, OG Kush, here we go again. OG Kush is widely available. Uh, it's a powerful sedative effect. It has a powerful sedative effect that makes quick work of much migraine pain. It has higher THC content, so those with low tolerance only need a small dab, but it's slight amount of CBD contributes to overall pain reduction. OG Kush dominant terpenes include myrcene, limonene, humulene, and pinene. Uh, and we've got pineapple kush. I oh, love that pineapple. Pineapple kush is named for its distinct pineapple flavor, but it's anecdotally offers effective pain relief to its users, and it features a blend of many terpenes such as linalool, beta Beta pinene, myrcene, limonene, and carophylline. And lastly, we've got our buddy Purple Kush. Purple Kush is a powerful sedative strain with high THC, so it's another high THC content, sleep producing terpenes, high levels of myrcene, and linalool, and highly relaxing, helping users fall asleep. Euphoria before the worst of the migraines has a chance to appear. So yeah, these are all for headaches and migraines, guys, with the motion sickness. Um, and there's other means to prevent, obviously, you know, besides cannabis, there are definitely other means here to prevent motion sickness. Uh, sitting in the front seat of a car or bus, believe it or not, that's the best place to sit to avoid it. Choosing a window seat on a plane or a train, looking at the horizon when you're moving. Avoid reading, watching movies, or playing video games while you are moving. Eating small, frequent meals, drinking plenty of fluids, taking over-the-counter motion sickness medications if you do experience motion sickness. There are a number of different things you can do to relieve symptoms while you're feeling it. So that was preventative. This is while you're feeling it. Lying down in a quiet, dark room, drinking ginger ale or sucking ginger candy, applying a cool compression compress to your forehead, taking over-the-counter motion sickness medications if you're prone. Also, uh, getting enough sleep uh, the night before you, some, here's some, some posts or, or some pre-preventatives uh, before you get on the boat uh, or flight. Get enough sleep the night before you travel. Avoid alcoholic beverages and caffeine before and during travel. Uh, I could see that. You know how that could be problematic if you're if you're drinking booze and you know you're on a boat you're feeling queasy I could I could see that uh, not helping the situation. Uh, stay hydrated by drinking plenty of fluids. If you are taking motion sickness medication, start taking at least 30 minutes before you start moving. If you experience motion sickness, try to stay calm and avoid getting stressed out. Of course, stress, man. Stress just causes medical issues. This will only make the symptoms worse. If the symptoms are severe, you may seek medical attention. You, and guys, you know, if you typically do get sick on boats and planes, you know who you are. You've probably done this before. Definitely consult your doctor. 
this is something that maybe you have some deeper concerns. So please, if you do experience these things, and make sure you talk to your doctor. If it's like if this if it's not like a one-off thing, obviously talk to your physician. Um, awesome. And, and another thing too, which I, I I really wanted to know, like, was it is it illegal to consume cannabis on a boat? You know, we're we're talking somewhere, we're having a good time in a boat. So. Legally, the rules are very depending on the state. So, and, and obviously, you got listeners in different countries. So, you know, check out your boating laws. Some countries are more strict than others, obviously. But I'm going to talk to the U.S. about the U.S. now. Legally, the rules vary depending on the state and the waters you are boarding in. The short answer: If you're driving the boat, you do not want to be pulled over when you're too high impaired to be on the safe side. Uh, stay away from basically stay in this stay on uh, stay stay on the safe side stay away from THC well if you're especially if you're driving the boat you don't want to be impaired I actually I was pulled over on my cousin's boat um, and he didn't drink anything he's uh, he doesn't really drink but uh, we were we we're driving in the boat and he, he wasn't under the influence I think I had like a gummy earlier that day but um I did and uh, we had pulled over and he just checked to make sure we had enough life preservers for the amount of people we had on the boat so that was it he just asked if he had anything to drink he said no common collective they were in and out it was quick uh, it did then the safe answer i would stay away from thc if you were and obviously alcohol if you were driving a boat um it is illegal to operate a boat while under the influence of cannabis even if it's legal to use cannabis in the state this is because cannabis mainly thc can impair your judgment and coordination making it dangerous to operate the boat marine time law states the u.s coast guard uscg has jurisdiction over all native all uh navigatable waters in the u.s including state waters this means that even if marijuana is legal in your state you could still be arrested whoa so even if it's legal guys you could still be arrested for possession of marijuana boat if you were if you were in uscg jurisdiction um here are some tips for staying safe in the boat for cannabis only use cannabis if you are comfortable with the side effects start with a small amount and wait to see how it affects you avoid using cannabis if you're planning operating the boat if you are feeling effects of cannabis take a break from boating and relax to a safe place yeah guys so you want to make sure yeah just stay like I this says stay completely stay away from if you're driving which makes sense to be on the safest side but definitely stay away from THC uh, stories if you've got some boating stories or situations or something to add to any of this we'd love to hear from you um, and be safe out there this summer uh, obviously there's a lot going on uh, and yeah enjoy it it's summer these things go by fast they're quick enjoy your boating trips uh, do things to prevent motion sickness get your sleep beforehand hydrate yourself if you start feeling it uh, I just gave you some great strands that could help out but uh, make sure you're not driving the boat if you <laughs> if this is a boat situation or you do beforehand but um, and don't keep them on the boat i would do this probably beforehand if you are using cannabis just to be on the safe side with these uh uscg uh laws marine uh marine time laws so just to stay on the safe side guys but yeah appreciate you for listening follow us on instagram the cannabis c uh the cannabis c on instagram and gmail us the cannabis c at gmail.com appreciate you guys for listening have a safe summer see you
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConnex and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.